0: everyone it's great to see you all thank you for being here on this joyous day that our Lord has blessed us with for those of you joining us on our live stream we thank you for being with us as well my brothers and sisters in Christ I've said it before and I'll say it again it's important that we make connections in the faith because as we make connections in Faith. we understand our faith on a deeper level. We grow in our faith, we grow in our love for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the connections that we make. And so today with this gospel reading, I want to share with you two connections, if you will, that hopefully will help you in your spiritual journey and hopefully will deepen your faith as you're walking your journey of life. And the first connection is this, this Gospel reading that we heard today also takes place in St. Mark's Gospel and in St. Luke's Gospel, what are those three Gospels called again? The Synoptic Gospels, that's exactly right, those three Gospels are called the Synoptic Gospels because of right? They they, they share the life of Jesus Christ through one eye, so to speak, just from slightly different angles, as opposed to the Gospel of St. John, which is a very theological gospel and stands by itself. So the Synoptic Gospels, again, remind us of what Jesus did in the world, whereas St. John's Gospel reminds us of who Jesus Christ is, that is, he is the Son of God. The Father and I are one, the Lord says in St. John's Gospel. So in these synoptic Gospels, this parable is shared in all three Gospels. But there's a difference. In St. Mark's Gospel and St. Luke's Gospel, remember the friend? Remember the friend? The friends were coming to the house, they were carrying the paralytic on a pallet and the friends were coming to the house, Jesus was in the home, and he, was, and he was preaching, and they couldn't get in, because there were so many people in the house, so what did they do? They lifted the paralytic, they took him up to the roof of the house, they dug a hole in the roof, and they lowered the paralytic at Jesus' feet, and when and Jesus said, when he saw the faith of the friends, you're, because of your faith, because of the friends of your faith, your sins are forgiven. And then he goes and chastises the scribes and the Pharisees for the hardness of heart. Now, the whole part about the friends taking their friend on a pallet up to the roof and laying with the feet of Jesus in this gospel is missing. Jesus says, he acknowledges, he says, and when Jesus saw their faith, the faith of the friends, he said to the paralytic, take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes said to themselves, this man is blasphemy. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? So after acknowledging the faith of the friends, Jesus goes right to the scribes to emphasize their hardness of heart. So where Mark's gospel and Luke's gospel emphasize the paralytic being brought to Jesus through the power and faith of their friends, Matthew's Gospel emphasizes the hardness of the scribes' hearts. If you see, my brothers and sisters in Christ, what our Lord is saying in this Gospel today is that there are two folks who are paralyzed here. The first is the man who's lying on his pallet, who's visibly paralyzed, and the scribes who have hardness of heart, they are spiritually paralyzed. That's why Jesus says to them, Why do you question thus in your hearts? So, here comes the connection. Are you ready? If you look at your bulletin, and you look at the epistle reading for the day, you will notice that St. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, lists all these beautiful gifts of the Holy Spirit. That love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Never flag in zeal. Be a globe of the Spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in your home. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. So here's the connection. Are you ready? Some of these spiritual gifts we can't live if we're lying paralyzed on power. Sure you should think about that. Some of these spiritual gifts that St. Paul lists in his letter to the Romans today. We can't live some of these gifts in their fullness if we are paralyzed on a pallet where our hearts are hardened. So there's a powerful question here. There's a powerful invitation for you and for me in this Gospel reading. And you know what that is, my brothers and sisters in Christ? To really look at our life. To at our life and to remove any obstacle that gets in the way of our relationship with Jesus Christ. To remove any obstacle that gets in our way of our love for God. To get rid of any obstacle that gets in the way of, leaving, of living these spiritual gifts that are given to us by the power and grace of the Holy Spirit. Because it is living through these gifts that we know the joy of the Lord. That was the first connection. The second connection is this, our Lord healed this man, our Lord is, our Lord, Jesus is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, right? 100% man and 100% God, that's right, he's 100% man, he's 100% God, right? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, being our Lord is also the physician, the healer of our souls and bodies, our Lord healed the paralytic man. In fact, the healing is a constant theme throughout the totality of the gospel. If you go to the beginning of St. Matthew's gospel, after our Lord and Savior fasted for 40 days, he was tempted by the devil in the desert, and then as he began his public ministry, if you read this part of scripture, it is clear. Jesus' Jesus's earthly ministry began by teaching and healing the infirmities and the diseases of the people. He healed a man with a withered hand. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He performed so many healing miracles by brothers and sisters of Christ. He healed the paralytic. And we even, offer, here comes another connection. Are you ready? I want you to be listening and be aware of these connections because they're powerful and they're important. Jesus, as physician, is also affirmed in the liturgy. I want you to listen to the prayer after. We're going to say the Lord's Prayer. And then after the Lord's Prayer, there's a prayer that we're going to share verbally with you, The Father and I are going to share verbally with you. Listen to the prayer. Because at the end of the prayer, it identifies the prayer says, Jesus heals as physician of our souls and our bodies. So the fact that Jesus is the physician that heals us is also affirmed in the in the context of of the liturgy. It's affirmed in the context of the sacraments, and of course the most powerful healing sacrament, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is the sacrament of confession. The sacrament of confession is vitally important, vitally important for my spiritual life and for your spiritual life. In fact we are now in a fast period and i need to go to confession again and i will be going to confession God willing with my spiritual father in the next couple weeks before i leave for vacation These, this 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 healing is so so important especially in the context of confession because let me tell you when i share my heart with my spiritual father guess what there are no more secrets And that's what the devil wants, for me, for you, for everyone. The devil can get us into a place where there are secrets in our lives. He's got us where he wants us. And yes, the confessional is confidential, totally confidential. But once I share with my spiritual father, it's not a secret anymore, he knows. And he lovingly guides me and helps me along in my spiritual life. So. In my life and in your life and in our journeys, my brothers and sisters in Christ, we are invited to this beautiful sacrament of confession for the healing of our souls, for the healing of our of our bodies. This is a very, 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 very powerful thing. We affirm it again, we see it in the scripture, we affirm it in the liturgy, we live in the context of the sacrament of confession, a powerful connection, something I want you to think about. Because although many of us do go to confession, many of us do not, and that, for me, is troubling because sometimes I get concerned about our spiritual well-being. So I want you to really think about these things. Okay. And some of the times when I go to confession with my spiritual father, it's just for a spiritual checkup. It's not because I really have anything major I want to discuss with him. He asks me, how's your prayer life? How's your fasting? How are you doing in reading scripture? You know, are you being consistent in your spiritual discipline? Just like we go to a physician for a checkup, we need to go to our spiritual fathers for a spiritual checkup through the sacrament of confession. Very, very, very important. So I leave you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, with this thought. You and I, and all of us, as we're walking this spiritual journey, you know what I want more than anything else? I want to be, I want to rejoice in my and hope in the Lord. I want to be patient in tribulation in the Lord. I want to contribute to the needs of the saints in the Lord. I want to practice hospitality in the Lord. I want to live my life connected to the Lord. And that's what I want for you. I want your lives to be lived connected to the Lord. Because when we live our lives connected to the Lord, that is where we're going to find peace. That is where we're going to find joy. That is where we're going to find the grace and the blessings of Christ to be with us in our lives as we seek to walk this journey of life hand in hand with our Lord, who is the physician of our souls and bodies. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us all and keep us in his care on this name and all ways.